0: I think a real leader is somebody who isn't really up front, taking the credit, taking the glory, but somebody who's really right alongside the people they're trying to work with, helping them feel like they're in the front. Welcome to Inspiring Leaders, the podcast
1: that shares ideas, perspectives, and best practices from great leaders around the world to help you become a more inspired leader. Hello and welcome to the Inspiring Leaders podcast. I'm your host, Terry Lepofsky, and we have a cool interview for you today. We're talking with Jake Gino, a PhD in management with a focus on construction. Jake and some of his colleagues are on a mission to introduce effective leadership skills to a whole new group of people. I wanted to invite him onto Inspiring Leaders to share his story with us. So I have to admit something. When I was back in high school and university, I really wondered why I was taking some of the odd classes that I had to take. I know, I know, much of our education is designed to teach us how to think. But I couldn't help but wonder why they couldn't incorporate a bit more functional learning into the grand scheme. In retrospect, I'm thinking some courses in leadership would have been great. Everybody knows that there's no manual for leadership positions. And success certainly isn't going to happen by chance. Today's leaders and the leaders of tomorrow, they need guidance and resources to create that positive ripple effect of inspired leadership. Well, maybe some of that's starting to change, especially if our guest today has something to say about it. Today, I welcome a good friend and respected leader, Jake Gano to talk about what he and his colleagues are doing to improve access to leadership training in Arizona and beyond. Jake, welcome to Inspiring Leaders.
0: Hey, thank you for having me on, Terry. I'm really excited.
1: Listen, before we get rolling, I wanted to ask you a question. The question is, what leader has inspired you and why?
0: All right, I've got a good one. Hopefully, nobody has, has already taken my chosen leader, because he's, he's a very famous one. But I thought about this a lot and I really draw a lot of inspiration from Nelson Mandela.
1: Well, you're the first one to say him. So there you go. <laughs> I,
0: I got it. I got it. I I will admit the first time I ever knew about Nelson Mandela was when I saw that uh, the movie Invictus with, with Matt Damon. Yeah. What a great movie. Fantastic movie. That poem, it, it gives me chills every time. But I love his whole story. Because Nelson Mandela, not only was he a, a leader of a, a great country and a respected a politician across the world, but his entire life is an example of leadership. One of my favorite quotes by him is, lead from the back and let others believe they're in the front.
1: Wow, that's powerful. I love that.
0: And I think that alone is, is what I try to emulate as a leader. I think a real leader is somebody who isn't really upfront taking the credit, taking the glory, but somebody who's really right alongside the people they're trying to work with helping them feel like they're in the front.
1: Yeah, you just seem to have such a healthy uh, appreciation, I guess is the word for it, for uh, for what's needed with uh, leaders today. And, you know, I got to tell a, a little bit of a backstory here. You and I met last year when you were a keynote speaker at the International Facility Management Association World Workplace in San Diego.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, you were speaking to a huge audience of about 5,000 people. It's like a toast at the wedding. (laughs) You did such a great job. The response was spectacular. I know you've got some killer public speaking skills, but that's not all you have. I know you've got a lot more than that when it comes to leadership skills. I understand that you're now... Dr. Jake Gano with a PhD in management focusing on construction. Is that right?
0: That's right. That's correct. Dr. Jakers Bakers.
1: Right. Congratulations. Now, I know that you and uh, Dr. Dean Kashiwagi from the Leadership Society of Arizona, you guys are developing a curriculum And developing leadership training for students and not just university students, but high school students as well. I've got to hear more about this, if you don't mind.
0: Yeah, of course. Dr. Dean Kashiwagi is a professor out of Arizona State University. And for the past 24 years, he's been developing a leadership, management, and procurement model that he's used across the world. It's very big in in the US and Netherlands and Malaysia. Over these 24 years, He's helped make these companies much more efficient, saving up to 30% on selecting experts and selecting vendors and procuring ultimate services. And a lot of what he did was trying to identify what makes someone an expert, what makes someone a good leader. And he took this to um, ASU and started teaching it at a college course. And a lot of what he was teaching wasn't common to a lot of the, the leadership principles we see. You know, often we're told, being a good leader is these 10 steps. Well, he wanted to simplify it even more. And he said, being a leader is really being able to see the world as it really is and to approach it very logically and very objectively. And it's amazing when he started to teach this to college students, they naturally began to take more accountability for who they are. They naturally started to feel a sense of control over their lives and a sense of empowerment. And a, a lot of these college students, they They overcame great personal challenges, both academically and personally, me being one of them. When I took this class in my undergraduate career, I was really inspired. And for the first time in my life, I said, in order to be a leader in the professional world, I need to take leadership over my own life. And I I really need to take the reins. What I thought was if I had this experience and if I had somebody teaching me this when I was in high school, I would have had a totally different college experience. So I started working with Dr. Dean. I studied beneath him throughout my master's and PhD. All the while, me and some other colleagues and another professor, we've we've been translating his research and his college curriculum into a high school curriculum. We we started by going around uh, Arizona, the Phoenix Valley, working with different high schools, both struggling students and gifted students, and really helping them Take the reins of their life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, feel the power of good leadership. And we show them just simple principles to to live in their everyday life, how being organized in your classes, how talking to your parents, how learning from experts, by practicing these things every single day for a lifetime, in 20 years, they will be outstanding.
1: What kind of a response did you get?
0: It is really awe-inspiring. Students absolutely love, love this program. We have, a, we have a summer program, we have a semester program, and our average course rating you know, at the beginning and end, we ask them to tell us how they're feeling, you know, their stress, their confidence, their happiness, and at the end we ask them the same thing and ask them to rate the course. We have a 98% satisfaction rating for the course. We have students who, who come through and they're really struggling. We had one student specifically who is a football player the a star quarterback, really failing in all of his classes. Two months before taking our class, he left home and he wasn't going home anymore. He wasn't talking to his mom. He was in our class for two periods, just two hours over the course of two weeks. After hearing about this idea of taking accountability and control as a leader, he came to the conclusion himself that it was time to go back home and repair his relationship with his mother. Wow! And he did that and he took the reins of his classes and passed his senior year. And we see this time and time again with just getting in front of these students and giving them an environment to talk about these bigger ideas outside of the standard academic model is powerful.
1: Yes it's inspiring just to hear this because you're it's more than just training people on skills. you're changing lives. We're
0: hoping so yeah.
1: And so you've taken this now through uh, some of the university what with ASU I would imagine.
0: We're partnered directly with ASU. They're a huge help to us and they support us all the way through with their support and resources. We took this little project that we're working on and we've turned it to a nonprofit organization, the Leadership Society of Arizona. With resources from ASU, we bring the kids onto campus and we teach them these principles, show them what college life is like, connect them with other students here on campus, connect them with experts on campus, introduce them to ways to fund their education. Through the ASU network, we reach out to all these different schools across the valley. Recently this year, We've made some strong partnerships across the country, and we're, we're trying to develop this whole curriculum into an online program as part of a career and college development online curriculum.
1: Well, I was going to ask you, where is this going to go down the road? But I think you just answered that the potential to take this online, you could go anywhere with this.
0: Yeah, the beauty with this is while we do have our own curriculum, really anyone can teach it. We're eager to find people who are interested in making an impact in their community and in their schools, and we're eager to give people this curriculum and this training because we don't we don't want to monopolize leadership training. We don't want to monopolize this model. We actually want to be able to send this out to schools and give access to students everywhere. And instead of being just the teachers, we would go out and we'd train the trainers and we'd facilitate these programs. and The long term vision is to be able to be a central hub to train leadership trainers.
1: You know, I think back to when I was uh, back in high school and university and thousand yard stare out the window. Yep. Whoever's talking at the front of the classroom is kind of going on like Charlie Brown's teacher, you know, and that's all you really hear. I would imagine it would have been a completely different set of circumstances if I was involved in one of these. Where were you way back then, Jay?
0: Well... (laughs) This is a, that's a great question because this is what's inspired this this whole story. I was I often tell people I'm the poster boy of the education system. You know I, I grew up being told Jake get good grades and everything will be handed to you. Do well in school and everything will work out. So that's exactly what I did. I I started getting straight A's in the second grade. I remember that being my number one goal, and I got straight A's all the way up until you know all throughout my college except from I don't know maybe one random Spanish class. My whole goal was to be the best student I could be, take the most rigorous classes, and then I I get into college and I keep the same motto. That's why I went into engineering. I just wanted to do the hardest, most difficult classes, work my butt off. But then in college, it all kind of hit me. I had all of this information stored in my head. I was an expert at memorizing, regurgitating, and repeating. I figured out the school system and I was doing so well at it But here I was in college, not really knowing what I actually wanted to do. I had all this knowledge in my head, but I didn't know how to apply it. And I was totally at a loss. It was very depressing because I lacked a sense of, of purpose. I lacked a deeper connection to society and to people. You know, I think you just
1: nailed it on the head. I think that what you're doing here is you're offering people an opportunity to connect the training that they're receiving on how to think and problem solve and consider things. Yes. And you're offering them an opportunity to connect that with a purpose, which is leading and, you know, helping other people around them to become better tomorrow than they were yesterday.
0: Yeah. I, I really realized throughout my education experience, and I can't harp on it too much because it still led me to these great realizations, but I came to the conclusion that my success isn't about how much I know or what degrees I have, or my years of experience, I realize that true success is about learning how to unite people, learning how to understand the needs of others and how to align resources to really achieve those needs and fill those needs. I learned that a great leader isn't somebody who knows everything, but somebody who's able to leverage the knowledge of people around them.
1: Oh man, that is uh, very, very rich. Listen, I'm, I'm on your site right now. I'm on the yeah. Leadership Society for Arizona site on LinkedIn, and you've got four main aims, four main things that you're trying to achieve. You're offering a curriculum to schools across the country, both online and in person, You're creating professional development courses for teachers to incorporate LSA methodology into their curriculum. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Host community-driven family leadership development workshops. Yeah. So you guys are putting the workshops on, and I know that you've got some colleagues that are really involved in that one. And you're connecting professional organizations and companies in order to provide them with a pool of highly educated students for small-scale projects, internships, and full-time employment. Does That that pretty much wraps it up then, does it?
0: Yeah, yeah, I couldn't say it better myself.
1: Yeah, I really like it. It's very concise, and I can tell you, you're going to get a ton of people looking to connect with you. But before we give your connection details, Listen. Would you? I've got two more questions I'd love to ask you. Yeah. So the first question is: What challenges do you see facing most of today's leaders?
0: I think the biggest challenge that I've personally seen is transitioning into the world of tomorrow. That sounds like a really vague, you know, big thing. But I think the industries of tomorrow, no matter where you work, are going to be radically different because technology is becoming so integrated with. Everything we do. Technology is really going to take the place of so many traditional jobs that we're used to having people do. And so the real value of a leader in the future isn't to be able to do everything or to be the master of a craft. A real leader is going to be one who recognizes how to align resources, how to use the machines and use people to their best ability, to be able to quickly identify the experts, the people who have the human skills that can't be recreated with a machine and treat them like the ultimate expert. Let them go and then let them work. And it's all about understanding the experts, understanding the future leaders, the millennials, and understanding how to connect these folks with technology to make a more efficient industry wherever you do work.
1: Oh, I love it. Love it. I have another question for you, Jake. My last one is what does inspired leadership mean to you?
0: I think true inspirational leadership isn't about commanding and controlling people. It's more about understanding and accepting them. A real inspired leader has to understand others. There's no other way around it. And this goes back to the Nelson Mandela quote. If you're leading from the front, you can't see who's following you. If you're leading from the back, you get to see everybody right in front of you. And that's the only place where you can really align the resources correctly.
1: No wonder you and I get along so well. We really think alike. I love your answer, (laughs) Jake. It's fabulous. Listen, thank you very much for being part of our podcast And lastly, if people want to connect with you, how can they find you?
0: The best way to connect with me is, I mean, of course, LinkedIn, but you can visit us at our website, uh, leadaz.org. You know, we're a young nonprofit, but we're itching to get involved with as many different people as possible, both educators, students, and companies. We have so many opportunities for companies across the U.S. to work with us, to sponsor with us. We want to get companies in front of these young students. We want to help companies improve the way that they work with millennial leaders. And we want to bring the right talent to anybody who's looking for it. So visit us at leadaz.org, hit me up on LinkedIn, and uh, we'll find some creative solutions.
1: That's great. Again, thank you so much for being part of the Inspired Leaders podcast today and for sharing your perspectives and experiences. That was excellent, Jake. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much, Terry. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks again for being part of our quest to make inspired leadership ubiquitous. Wherever you are, we hope that we've helped to inspire you and that you'll pay it forward by inspiring others. And just a reminder to support us on iTunes, Google, and Stitcher with your ratings and comments. Your support makes a big difference and we sure do appreciate it. Until next time, Take care, everybody. Bye for now.